If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Here's now a special presentation by Utah Man Podcast. For fans by fans. Hey, welcome on into the Utah Man Podcast. I'm Cameron, and today is August 19th, and Camp Kyle has come to an end. Uh, the team did hold their last scrimmage today. Media was not allowed to observe any of it. So I don't have much to report today. Um, other than I think the big news is uh, Winningham said that they do have a starting quarterback in mind. They'll probably release that on this coming Monday, the 21st. Uh, and he also said that Chase Hansen will probably be back uh, next week as well. Uh, so that's huge to get Chase back uh, right before the season and definitely get him, you know, up to game speed uh, in over the next couple weeks and get him ready. So great interviews for you today, and they're brought by always by DoubleTree Suites by Hilton in Salt Lake City downtown, uh, 110 West, 600 South. I say this every week; they are the preferred Pac-12 team hotel uh, when teams come to play Utah. That's where they like to stay. So it's a great hotel, great restaurant, great bar. Check them out. And you can always reach them at DoubleTree.com. So our interviews for you today, we're going to have running back Zach Moss, quarterback Cooper Bateman, linebacker Cody Barton, and then for coaches, we have the running back coach Kyle McDonald, and then finish off with head coach Kyle Winningham. I do want to give a big shout out uh, to Cy, who has helped us out in the past with interviews. He joined me today and got a couple interviews uh so really appreciative him give him a follow on twitter he's at the notorious underscore sigh all right with that uh here is zach moss uh how was scrimmage today uh, it was pretty good uh we got a lot of things done today that we wanted to do uh, a lot of situational things uh with the offense and uh i think it was a pretty good overall practice today and how are you feeling overall with health, men, like mental, through at the end of camp now? I mean, I feel good. Uh, I mean, I've just been taking care of my body each and every day, uh, coming out here competing with these guys, and uh, I think I'm doing pretty good with that, so I feel real good right now. So the last couple of years with running backs with the University of Utah, you know, we have Devontae Booker, Joe Williams, both in the NFL. You're now kind of replacing those guys next one in line do you feel any sort of pressure to to fulfill any sort of shoes or or what they have done uh no not really uh just coming out here and uh playing my game and uh letting my game take care of what it take care of and uh just helping the team win games new offense how's it come along for you are do you are there things that you really like that stand out about the new offense uh i think it's a real great offense for everybody uh 
gets the ball around to everybody's hands, uh, allows us to score a lot more points uh, that we need to in this uh, in this conference. And uh, I mean, we've been doing real good. You're a Florida kid. If you can go back to when you're getting recruited and looking at different schools and opportunities, how come you chose to kind of move across the country from Florida and come out to Utah? Uh, I think uh, seeing a new atmosphere was something that was big for me. Uh, being an inner city kid in Miami, uh, coming out and seeing, I mean, seeing mountains and seeing snow for the first time was pretty cool. And I uh, understood that I could help this team win quickly. Uh, coming into my freshman year, I knew I was going to be able to play. And then uh, hopefully taking over my uh, sophomore year as I've done so far. Uh, last question for you. When you're not at football practice, when you're not at school, what do you do like to do in your free time? Uh, I mean, I'm just more of like guy that stays in my room, plays my game. Hang with a few guys, uh, Damari Simpkins, Donovan Thompson, and uh, Tyke West Hampton. Really much. That's probably it. So, Cooper, being back home in Utah, is it everything you hope for? Everything you aspire to be? No, for sure. I, uh, you know, I knew the situation I was walking to here wasn't that great. Uh, it was more just coming back and, you know, enjoying football again, playing for a great coach and fun team, and you know that's definitely happened. <laughs> um, Kyle Whittingham is nationally acclaimed one of the best coaches in college football. You played for probably one of the best coaches ever, Nick Saban. What similarities do you think Coach Whittingham has with Coach Saban? They. Uh, no, honestly, there's a lot of similarities. They're both hard-nosed coaches, you know, just hard old-school footballs. That's what they were raised on, you know, that's what they know, and that's what they, you know, push on us. Um, they just demand a lot from their players uh, and their coaches as well. So, you know, they just they come out here, push you every day, and, you know, really expect you and push you to get better. Um, has there been any pressure, any outside people wanting to change positions at all? <laughs> uh, no, not at all. Uh, probably the only ones would be the people inside the program. Uh, you know, we'll see where that takes me. That's good. Um, so, how do you like Troy Taylor's offense? Is it any different from offenses that, that you've um, previously worked with? Yeah, I mean, polar opposites, really. Uh, you know, this offense is more about finding space, not really. Don't necessarily read the defense. It's more just finding where that receiver is going to be, uh, and get. You know, it's proved to work. Um, you know, every level he's coached at, and you know, it's a big stage for him now. And it's shouldn't be a surprise to anyone when this offense just lights out this year. Coming to a new team, new school, you obviously have new teammates. Who have you developed the most chemistry with in the wide receiver group? Oh man, there's not just a single person to point out, not a single name. Um, you know, that's not really how it should be either. It's the wide receiver group as a whole. Uh, you're not showing one guy out there. There's four or five guys, um, so you have to be friends with everybody. All right, Cody, how's the defense today during the scrimmage? You know, it was good. A lot of a lot of things to fix up. At the same time, you know, we're always we're always improving, looking for ways to get better. Do you feel any kind of weight on your shoulders, kind of being, you know, that that new starting role, the the linebackers, kind of keep that tradition alive at Utah? Uh, I wouldn't call it weight on my shoulders. I mean. You know, as a defense, we all work together as a unit, so it's not just one guy doing everything. You know what I mean? You got you got your boys around you that help you. So it's not really a weight on my shoulders, but it's definitely a responsibility that uh, you know I'm willing to take on. Perfect. And then, how are you feeling physically, mentally um, at the end of camp now? Good. I mean, we got all you know a little other than just typical uh, yeah bumps typical and bruises, typical right? camp legs <laughs> and you know, little bumps and bruises here and there. But besides that, you know, mentally, you know, we learned a lot through camp. You know, feel smarter. Um, Getting ready to get dialed in for the season, you know, is, I feel good. How often do you get to go up against your brother? Uh, 
you know, not as much as I thought. It's not not as much this fall camp as last fall camp, but uh, and not as much as you want. Yeah, it was a little more would be nice. But do you, do you ever get that kind of brother rivalry, offense defense oh, with each course. other? Yeah, of course. A little more, you know, if you know offense defense is that rivalry, then it's with your brother there. You know, it's yeah. more. It's a little extra. That's awesome. So, uh, kind of what, uh, if you can think back when you were getting recruited, what were the, kind of the things that really wanted you to come to Utah? What, what were the things that sold you to come play for the, the Well, I mean, my whole life I wanted to come here. I was, I've been a youth fan my whole life. My dream's been to play here, but uh, not even that, just, you know, really a big family environment, you know, everyone's everyone's close with everybody, you know, and so I like the family environment, the tough defense, you know, I like, I, I like watching that, and so, I mean, all these little factors that Utah's known for, I... That drew, that drew me more to them. Perfect. And then last question for you. When you're not at football practice, when you're not at school, what do you like doing in your free time? I'm not at football practice. I'm not at school. I mean, I like to work out, do more workouts on my own, but <laughs> fundamentals, and I also like to fish, you know, fish, hunt. Awesome. Like what, uh, favorite spot to fish? <sighs> you know, I can't get, I can't yeah. get out of my secret awesome. spot, man. All right, Cody, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, man. Handling the... You know, he was in that competition, obviously, with Armand, but now it's, mm-hmm. how's he handling the number one spot? He's doing some well things. Uh, he's doing some things well. Um, he's constantly getting better. Um, he's becoming more cerebral as a football player. Um, his, his game is actually expanding, and he's stepping up to the challenge. I don't know if you saw a film last year, but the, the Cal game, and he was trying to get in from the one a couple mm-hmm. times, and he said that's kind of motivated. Do you sense that he he's really motivated and kind of has that chip that he wants to... Yeah, I wasn't here last year, but I did get a chance to watch it. Um, but all I know is since I've been here, the young man has grown, he's gotten better, and he does practice with a chip on his shoulder. Um, I think that fans can look at look for him to do some things this year. And do you have some depth at that position with the injury to shine? Is it? Hey, well, it's always been a next man up theory. Okay. Um, whoever's back there is going to be ready to play and ready to execute, and they're going to have the same expectations as any other back here would have. All right, so now Troy McCormick has been kind of been switching in and out with the running backs and the receivers. How much do you think you guys will use him at running back this year? I think that you are going to use him a lot in a multitude of different ways, you know. So you can look for him to be on the field in some different uh, in different positions. Um, with position depth, how on a scale of one to ten, how deep do you think this running back core is, even with Armand Shine out? I think that I think we're deeper than what people probably would expect. I, I'd say you're talking about one to ten. I'd, I'd give us an eight. You know, guys are going to step up. Guys are going to be able to still make plays. Doesn't matter if you're a two, three, four, five, or six. Um, I expect you guys to make plays, and they have all summer. Uh, with this running back group, do they feel maybe um, they feel overshadowed? by the new offense Troy Taylor wanted to pass the ball more. Do the running backs feel undervalued at any point? Not at all. Not at all because they get a chance to get the ball in different ways, you know, whether it's on the perimeter, um, all those different unique things that we get a chance to utilize. Um, they're having a fun. They're having a blast with it. No back is complete with their without their O-line. How well has your group meshed and kind of built the chemistry with the new O-line this year? Everybody's coming along. You know, everybody's moving at the same pace. You know, we can't do anything without those big guys up front. So the, the O-line is doing some really good things. Last off, how do you like Utah? How do you like Salt Lake City? Love Utah, man. You guys have a great city. It's amazing, beautiful. Uh, wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Kyle Winningham. Overall thoughts on the scrimmage today? Uh, really good. It's uh, you know very similar. It was very similar to what we did last week. A lot of situational work, uh, a lot of special teams work, and really the last uh, game-like work that uh, we'll do before we line up and play. 
Troy said it might have been one of your best offensive days of fall camp. Would you agree? I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And, and tough to get a, a, a completely accurate assessment because a lot of the uh, action was, was not live, not to the ground. And so, but as far as the, uh, the execution, the, the smoothness of the uh, subgroups coming in and out, the lack of penalties, uh, it was good. It was all good. Do you feel like you're any closer to a decision on your starting quarter? Oh, yeah. We should have a pretty clear picture of what we're doing on Monday. We'll have an announcement Monday and of uh, what direction we're going. Zach Moss is the lead back. That's pretty cut and dried right now. Receiver group, we're still trying to determine who 6, 7, and 8 are, which this film will give us a good idea of what direction to go there. Um, tight ends, and right now with Darren and Siali on the shelf, Bopper's the starter, Bopper's the guy that's the number one guy. Defensive line, we got eight or nine guys we're going to roll through there. And, uh, you know, it's headlined by Moko, Fitz, and uh, Lowell. Those are the three mainstays, our three seniors. And then uh, linebackers, it's pretty well set with Sunia and Kavika. But uh, Cody Barton is right there and get a lot of time as well as well Donovan Thompson. Uh, secondary, uh, you know, we're... Uh, Tyrone Smith is out for the season. I guess I should tell you that. He, he had ankle surgery and, and uh, he will be in red shirt. He had a red shirt year, so he'll be back with us uh, next spring and uh, he'll be a, a junior again, I believe, uh, next spring. So and we'll get Chase Hansen back uh, next week. What about your corners? Corners. We've got a uh, good battle going on there. Casey Hughes is right in the mix. Uh, Julian Blackman is right there. Uh, Jalen Johnson, those are probably the top three right now on the outside. How has Samson Nakua looked? I mean, really good, yeah. really, really good. He's he got uh, slowed down the other day by a minor uh, setback uh, physically, but he should be back again 100% by next week. As a freshman, does he have the tools to contribute Very right away? impressive, and he will be a contributor right away. Yes, he will. Feeling any better about your kickers? Yeah, they're both. You know, there's been the, the separation still is not there, but they're both have elevated their game. So that's. That's a big positive is, is they're both kicking like a Pac-12 kicker should kick right now. We just got to decide which one is the guy. And that, that competition will go into next week because, like I said, it's it's different, much different than uh, choosing a quarterback. Coach, your players seem to like your new offense. Do you like your new offense, and what do you like about it? Well, sure I do. Yeah, I love it. It's uh, I like the, uh, the route structure and the way the simplification of the passing game is for the quarterbacks. Makes them... Uh, you know the quarterback's a tough position to play on the field, and it's a it's very quarterback friendly. Uh, I like the, uh, the the using of the field itself, the space. You know, it's a creating space and and spreading the field. I like the uh, the run game, and the run game is not dramatically different than what we've had in the past. But uh, there's some things that Troy brought in there as well that are that are positives. And so you know, but again, there's 999 different offenses. Execution is what it boils down to, and what I'm really pleased at is the execution uh, as we go through camp. It's gotten better and better. Get an update on Derek Pickers. Yeah, it doesn't look like he's going to be with us. So, 0 for 2 on those guys we're waiting on, which is disappointing. But uh, like I said, we'll, we'll get Tariq in uh, January, and Derek is a big question mark in the future. So. With Chase coming back next week, is it a gradual return with this type of injury? Or? Exactly. Yeah, Kyle we worked into the worked into it in increments. How does a guy like Mitch Wisniewski improve off of last year? Huh. Is there anything technically that, yeah. you, that you guys worked on or talked about in the offseason? No, season? he's just getting better and better. We were kicking in pre-practice, and he had, I think it was six punts in a row over 5-2 hang time, and that's that's monstrous. I mean, five flat is kind of the barometer of a, a phenomenal kick, and he hit one that was 5-6. And so he is uh, kicking the heck out of the ball, 
what can you say? You know, last year was the best punter in the country. Uh, he just wants to, if there's one thing he would like to improve on, his last year was about 70-30 ratio rugby to traditional punt. He'd like to get a little more uh, traditional punts in, but he's got to he's got to do, you know, he's got to be as efficient there as he is in the rugby. So, so in order to do that, you got to have the, the hang time, which he did have today. Is he doing that uh, maybe for the playing at the next level? It's a part of it, absolutely. Yeah, you got to be, you know, the rugby kick has not, due to the rules of the NFL, to, unless they change the rules, I don't think you'll ever see that kick become the norm at, at, at the uh, NFL level. And so you got to be able to kick the traditional way. And, you know, he's willing to do whatever helps the team. He's not a selfish kid at all, but he's been working hard on those traditional type punts. Oh, I was late to the party. What's the deal with the quarterback? Uh, we'll know on Monday. Yeah, we'll have a good plan in place on Monday. And then, did you talk about Zach Moss and maybe reflect back on the Cal game, how he's bounced back from that to where he yeah, is now? Yeah, that was a tough, uh, tough game. It was a tough ending to the game, and it wasn't certainly Zach's fault. There was a lot of things that contributed to that. But uh, he is our lead back, and he's the guy that is, is uh, you know, without a doubt, the leader of that group as far as the majority of the playing time. And, and uh, we've got guys behind him that are working hard, but he's the he's the, the premier back and the feature back right now. Is he a different back since that game? Very that different. Game he's, grown, he's grown up a lot. He's uh, he's uh, made a more uh, concerted effort to to focus and, and uh, learn his assignments. And you know, he, and last year he was a freshman. You know, he's a true freshman, and that that comes with the territory. But but uh, he has really done a lot of growing up in the last uh, six to eight months. Chase nicked up. Have you seen enough from Corey on this preseason to show that he can play both of those spots going into the Without season? a doubt. Okay. Corey Bauer's an athlete. He can play. And really pleased with Marquise Blair. He has had an outstanding fall camp, and uh, you're going to see him contribute special teams as well as defense. Now that you've kind of done the whole camp in the new rules, any thoughts of, on, the, on the change now that you've gone through it? Uh, I still like the other format better, but I think we handled it about as well as we could have. Uh, I, I feel like our team's pretty fresh right now, and they haven't, you know, even though it's been a long grind, I think we've mixed things up enough and, and uh, taken the pads off enough times and to keep them fresh. And, and uh, so I'd say for the first time through, I think we did a pretty good job, but we'll review it all after it's over and, and uh, make any necessary changes for next year. Unless they change the rules again, which they probably will. <laughs> I would say you probably will see a rule change. In fact, I can guarantee it. Write that down. Something will change. Something will change. Kyle, how does your schedule change with school starting in that? What are you guys going to switch We to? go to in-season mode, which they come in every afternoon, 2.05 for meetings. Uh, we'll go through two game weeks. So Monday through Thursday will be just like Monday through Thursday of a game week. Then on Friday we'll start over, and that'll be for real. So the first time through is like a trial run, and the second time through is the real game prep. Is there any reason for adding an extra special teams captain? Yes, because the vote was within whoops, one vote of each other, and it was like... Uh, 60 votes between those two guys and the next guy. So it was very, very obvious there was two guys the team really wanted. So that's why. How's the red zone offense looking? So far, so good. You know, we'll have to line up and see what we do in the game, but you know, through practice and, and uh, our extensive red zone work that we've had over the course of fall camp, it looks to be much improved. But again, we got to do it in the game. Coach, you may have been asked this a little bit earlier, but um, looking at the offensive line, what, where have you seen the most progress from them during fall camp? Uh, gosh, I just think individually they've all progressed. You know, Jordan Agasiva, is, it's a shame he was out for the period of time he was out because he really could have used that work, but, but he is getting back up to speed very quickly. 
Uh, Darren Paulo is a, a great worker and uh, a smart kid playing both left guard and right tackle, as Leka is. They're both, they're, you know, we haven't solidified which one's going to be the left guard, which one will be the right tackle, but they're, they'll be, one of those two will be at each of those spots. Uh, it's great to have Lofalamaka back. He's kind of the, the key to that, to, to solidifying that offensive line, so we hope he stays healthy this year. And Jackson Barton has played the best football of his career here at Utah this fall camp at left tackle, which needs to happen because that's a very demanding position. So do you have about seven, eight guys? You yeah, come we got those five, and then we got two or three guys, uh, Paul Tawala, uh, Orlando Umana, uh, you know, that are, that are that next guy, next guys in line. And uh, I know I'm forgetting somebody here, but uh, we feel we've got about eight guys that are ready to, ready to help out. What, what kind of adjustment have they had to make to the new offensive scheme? I mean, you talk about quarterbacks, wide yeah. receivers, and running backs. And not a lot. You know, there's not a lot of difference in pass protections. Uh, pass protections are pretty much carry the standard rules. Uh, the run game is very similar. You know, the tempo is different. You know, much faster tempo, which that was probably their biggest adjustment, is uh, keeping up with the tempo of, of how we're doing things. Does, when you throw the ball as much as you know, you guys have been emphasizing the past during the camp. Does it sometimes, or do you worry about it, um, sort of changing the mentality of the guys on the line? Yeah, it's somewhat of a concern. You know, you don't want to become uh, lose your physicality, but I don't think we have. I think we're we're still. You know, we got tough guys up front, and they're very physical. And uh, the better you throw the ball, the looser those defenses become, and the more effective you can run the ball. So they play off of each other. And so last year, you know, we're gaining. Uh, 1,400 yards with a kid that's running into eight and nine-man fronts. Uh, this year, maybe you know, 900, 1,000 yards with uh, you know not so tough a sled inside. So it's give and take. The better you throw the ball, the more to loosen up for the run. The better you run the ball, the better theoretically you should be able to throw because now everyone's packing in, we, which is what we couldn't do last year. We could run the ball effectively, but then when everyone packed it in, we didn't do enough damage throwing the ball when those situations arose. Did, uh, did you say Lowe was back? Was he able to participate yeah. today? Yeah, he's uh, he's back, not not in a 100% capacity as far as all the reps, but if we played today, he'd play. He's, he's that good as far as health was. And uh, was there any update with Chase? Should be close? back at practice next week. Yeah. Uh, he can slide back into a starting role despite Chase Hansen. Yeah. Chase Hansen's one of the best safeties in the country. Yeah. He, get him on. Yeah, the get him on the field. Yeah. He's, in fact, he might. I don't want to get too carried away, but I love Chase Hansen and what he brings to the football team. Any word on the news regarding Francis Bernard? No, I'm just focused on our guys right here and trying to get ready for North Dakota. But appreciate you asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, you may have already said this. Uh, was uh, the, that drop date date with uh... gone? Come and gone, and doesn't look like Vickers will be here. Well, he won't be here and unless unless it was a miracle that uh, transpired and I can't figure out what that would be so he's unfortunately we're not able to get either of those guys right now but Tariq is still scheduled to be here in January and, and, and utilize his redshirt year this fall. How and I you know you had said that um, Vickers didn't have that option so where do you guys go from here? Yeah that's what we got to debate you know do you take a kid in a one-for-one scenario and uh, you know it just depends on you know go through part of the season see how the receivers are have progressed and what the group looks like and make that decision based on what we're seeing through the course of the season.
two more questions and let them go. Uh, you know, all How about, about one? <laughs> <laughs> one good question. Okay. One good, or two crappy ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with two parts. What do you know about North Dakota and the Fighting Hawks being picked to win the Big Sky and defending champs? This isn't a slouch coming in. No, huh? they're good. They got just about every, fact, I think they have every offensive player back and a heck of a quarterback. And they won a bunch of games last year and went to the playoffs. And they're a good physical football team. There's no way that we're overlooking those guys. I and mean, that's that's uh, had all our attention. We've been we've been working on them starting since uh, early last week with scout teams and, and getting their looks and making sure we're prepared. What's the shelf left on the beard? Though? On the beer? Beard. Oh, what do you think? I don't know. I'm still debating. A little bit too much gray in there. That makes me look old. Liz, Liz, Tom's coming to town. Liz can... says off. Liz okay. says off. So. <laughs> Unless my wife trumps her, that'll be. We're good. Let's cut it. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are their own and are no way affiliated with the University of Utah.